Hello all and welcome to episode number 39 of the Cut Curator Podcast, digitally archived conversations with iconic rap pioneers about the songs that form the backbone and heritage of hip-hop. Today, we're going to do a little something with Fat Joe, an original member of Digging in the Crates, and the guy who discovered an assassin on the mic, Big Pun. He's going to explain why he thinks black people can't claim Prince. The one song that gives him his greatest memory has a 13-year-old sneaking into the club. I put $500 on it that no one will ever guess this song. It's going to shock you. It shocked me. And he's going to wax poetic and effusive about R. Kelly. So remember, this interview took place in 2016, well before the uh, Surviving R. Kelly documentary that came out. So take it with a grain of salt. This is the third podcast I've dropped on the day, so uh, get your binge on. If you've not already done so, go back and listen to KG and go listen to The Brat. Without any further delay, though, let's get started, man. Fat Joe on the Cut Curator Podcast starts near. In the studio right now, man, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. I had to let them know that I have some New York roots in, in me right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Straight yeah. out the Bronx, man. Mr. Joe Cartagena, a.k.a. Fat Joe. What's up, baby? Yeah, what's up, my brother, man? Just happy to be in H-Town, you know what I'm saying? Man, this is cool, man. It's really cool that you're down here on such a show that you're going to be on, you know, a freestyle Oh, festival. yeah, 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 man. I mean, I've always been a big fan of freestyle, uh, you know, so to actually see some of the people I grew up on, they partying and all that, and then actually to get perform to perform after, so I plan on shaking my ass all day and then going over there and just <laughs> ripping it down too. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of incredible acts on the bill, Stevie B. Because I love you, now do anything. I give you my heart, my everything. Because I love you, I'll be. Johnny O. Baby girl, in my fantasy, you will be more than happy, you will be with me. Oh, oh, fantasy girl, you're my fantasy girl, girl. I need you tonight, I want you girl tonight. Frankie J. Debbie Deb. one group that you're looking forward to seeing the most i'm really the, the most the biggest fan i am of is uh uh judy torres and uh this information society oh really yeah i, I met them today they ain't have no clue fat joe was Word. i was like yo i'm a big fan he was like yeah i big fan really first club they let me in i was about 13 years old it was called the devil's nest in the bronx and 
they was playing running information society so hard i couldn't believe it i was cheesing they let me in the club i couldn't believe it i'm looking at the lights people dancing grown folk i'm only 13 and that was the record plan That was it. That was it, man. So when they play that song, you're going to have a special moment, huh? No, nah, I'm going to be there. I'm no. going to be there. Like, they performed before me. They performed, like, uh, I think 7.30. So I'm going to actually come at 7.30 to watch them perform. i never seen them perform. Oh, that. really? So this is a special treat for you as nah, well? No, it's amazing for me. Like, this is like a, uh, like Cala was there, major key. This is a major moment, a major song in my life. You know what I mean? That's it crazy. It means that much to me, yeah. Wow. When you um think about getting into hip-hop, how did you first fall in love with it? Well, you know, I'm from the Bronx. That's the motherland. That's the mecca of hip-hop. You know, and uh, just growing up, not even rapping, just being an innocent bystander, breakdancing, graffiti, going to all the block parties, all the jams. You know, uh, my big brother, I, 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 I think my brother was the fake the fake first Latino rapper I ever known. <laughs> so I used to try to be like my brother. That's how I got into rapping. And he would carry the crates. Back in the days, it wasn't Serato, guys. Yeah, that's right. It was it was vinyl. That's why you had and, to have a crew. <laughs> yeah, you had to have a crew, and my brother would carry the crates for Grandmaster Flash. So I knew Mr. Nass. I used to watch Melly Mel. Uh, I remember seeing him perform at the Grammys for the first time with Shaka Khan, and two days later, driving up on my block in a 190 white bands. Like, I was just... I'm, I've been in hip hop my whole life since a baby. You know what I'm saying? So we talk about uh, carrying the crew, the, the the crates and all that kind of stuff, taking it mm -hmm. back. Ditc, what does that mean mm. to you? Well, you know that's the foundation. That's that's my original crew. You know, me, Finesse, Show, and Diamond. We from the same projects. Digging in the crates crew the for those block. of y'all don't know. So if you think about, you know, boom, you should know. So when you when you when you're talking about like think about how big the world is. For us to actually be from the same block was crazy. And, you know, Diamond D got one of the most classic uh, uh, albums ever, Stumps, Blunts, and Hip Hop. Sally got a one track of mine. It doesn't matter if it's yours or mine. Cause if you getting dough and you wanna get with her, yeah, you can hit her. Yo. See, Sally got a one track of mine. It doesn't matter if it's yours or mine. Cause if you getting dough and you wanna get with her, yeah, you can hit her. Funky technician, yeah. uh, you know, producing, you know, showbiz AG, soul clap. The giant is greater, so step back. I know you were told black about the soul clap. And I'ma keep climbing G with beast that's fat. Cause that showbiz and diamond D. Don't believe all they hear say. Cause I'ma get the airplay while a fan say, Dear Drake. And I'm on a lyrical tip. For you to whip the giant, that'll be a miracle whip. Buck Buckwilder did, uh, whoa. Sick of town, she was whoa. Had me messed up in the head, I mean. Whoa. 
Bought the chick diamonds and pearls, I mean. Should've seen the ice shining on the wrist. Now money ain't the problem, see my dough is like. Pull out my bankroll on y'all dudes like. Lost the blue strip from two tenths like. Money wanna beat my blueprints, I'm like. We done did all the biggie joint story to tell. She kick, all the shit's legit. She get dick from a player off the New York Knicks. Nigga trick with dick, get lust. The shit was plush. She stressed for me to fuck like she was in the rush. We fucked in his bed, quite dangerous. I'm in his ass while he playing against the Utah Jazz. My 112 CD blast, I was passed. She came twice, I came last. Roll the grass. You know, I mean, you know, just a legendary crew, man. And we actually put out a putting out a project in the summer together. You know, really? Digging in the crew. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Wow. So y'all all have stayed cool and connected all this time? Always, man. We always love each other, man. That's the original crew, man. I never really had no egos and no problems with digging in the crease. Just like when they tapped me on the shoulder and like, yo, let's do this new album. You know, I'm like, let's go. Let's get it. You when, you, when you think about it, man, your first hit comes out 1980. I'm sorry, 1993. 93. 93. Flo Joe. Flo Joe. Can you believe that it's been that long? Man, I don't know, because I feel I still feel young, man. I feel young. I feel like I'm at my prime. I feel like I'm better than ever. So it's, it's actually weird to me because, you know, all that time is shot. My little daughter's about to turn 10 years old next week. I don't know what happened, man. I blinked that she's 10 years old, man. She big. I can't believe this, man. Like, where'd like, the time go? Time just be like flying, man. And it don't feel like that when you're going through a whole day. You're like, oh, man, this is the longest day on earth. Right. But before you blink, 5, 10, 15 years go by before you know it. They like, yo, what's up, OG? You like, OG? Like, <laughs> when I hit that stage. Yeah. I want to ask you now, um, I, I do this thing called True Hip Hop Story. Now, I had mm -hmm. a chance to holler at one of your homeboys that you did a collaboration with mm -hmm. by the name of R. Kelly. Oh, and wow. this is what he told me about the song We Thuggin'. Yeah, we thuggin', rollin' on thuggin', off up in the club, wildin' like bud. Got Chris on pop, hitting with no chase, Amari don't stop, throwin' up six Well, I was in Miami, and uh, and Fat Joe was in Miami, and uh, he found out I was at the studio. He called me up and asked me to do a joint for him, you know. And uh, I was like, cool. I said, you know, bring some drinks through. Let's let's kick it, you know what I'm saying? So he came through with like 50 guys with him. I'm like, man, I ain't going to be able to come up with nothing with all y'all in here, man. Y'all go party. They went on <laughs> South Beach, kicked it for a minute. Uh, and when they left, I came up with We Thugging to this track. And when they got back, it was done. Really? And man, they was up in there partying, boy. We, was up there. we had a great time, man. Then he, he laid his vocals, and I laid my vocals. A couple of days, it was a done deal. Is that true? Uh, it's partially false. <laughs> uh, it wasn't it was 50? A, it was Orlando. Ah. It wasn't Miami. It was in Orlando. That's when he used to work out of Orlando, Florida. And uh and yeah, it was fifty guys. Everything else was the truth. Really, <laughs> you know. And uh, I never forget what he what he forgot about that. But first of all, um, I can't call him my idol. 
because he's uh he's you know like a friend of mine but he's uh after the era of the rest in peace princes Michael Jacksons Whitney Houstons I feel like at, right after that era you know R Kelly's like the greatest musical talent we have ever seen in music that's just my opinion. And whenever I work with him, to this day, I get nervous. Really? He's the only artist that makes me nervous. I could work with anybody on earth, and I'm not nervous. Like, anybody. Like, right now, we got all the way up. We got the biggest remix you could ever think think of with the biggest artist. Celebrate no red champagne. We don't play that. All we see is gold bottles and paper plane hats. 21 Grammys that I use for Duce cups. I'm on the penthouse floor. Call your way up. The OG said, ho, high, high is high enough. I said, till we eye and eye with the higher ups. Until we let him know we ain't those. Until our baby showered in gold, nigga. And I ain't sweat one bit. But when I, whenever I rock with, you know, because I know he's so, he's so uh, uh, special, man. He's, he's, he's. He's 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 the biggest artist, man. He's the he's the most he's the biggest genius musically. He writes, produces, takes you to every which way you want to go, you know. So when I'm with him, I know it's a part of history every time I'm on a song with him. So I get nervous, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm glad you know we got hits together. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's the biggest honor in the world. I tell everybody you can look up on my um, interviews and see if it's true or false. I tell everybody, you know, my biggest honor is. Working with R. Kelly. Because I know what it is. You that. know, I know that, you know, God forbid R. Kelly passed away. Right. Shit stopping. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. Yeah. It's stopping, bro. And I got the honor to work with him several times. Tour with him is is like, is out of, out of control. Where were you when you got the news about Prince? Um, I didn't believe it. Right? Um... I think my wife called me and told me, yo, you know Prince died. I was like, I shook it off. Like, yeah, no way Prince died. He looked healthy all the time. And then, you know, I'm looking at the gram and it's just like, Prince. I was like, oh, shit. That shit was crazy, man. I was coming out the dentist. And I was just like, wow. And then, like, Prince, um, of course, we, we can't say Michael Jackson because... MJ the biggest ever. Right. Right. But Prince surprised me because, like, I'm listening to the Spanish station. They play Prince all day. Wow. I'm listening to the black station. They play Prince all day. I'm listening to the white station. They play Prince all day. I went to an Italian restaurant. The Italians, you know, we saw do the right thing. They don't got no, no blacks <laughs> on the wall, man. They was playing Prince all day. So I was like, wow, this guy, like, he wasn't even a color, to be honest with he you. He was purple. No, he was purple. <laughs> he actually was purple. But what I'm saying is he wasn't a color. I don't think I don't think black people could claim Prince. I think he's he's straight up purple. That's it. He's purple. That's it. The white people love Prince like he white, bro. Spanish people, everybody. Like, it's a special kind of thing with that Prince thing right there. Like, well, he touched all people, man. What's your favorite Prince song? Oh, uh, man, my, my, my thing would be pop. Right.
Then I like diamonds and pearls. Then I like that uh that uh that that break beat the showbiz and them be killing all the time. Yo, it be, I mean the Prince is like you know crazy. You know, 1999, all the all list of the croonies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Prince is phenomenal, though. Yeah. Like, phenomenal. Like, he got so much music, man. It's, it's crazy. Um, I want to go back, man. Deep cover, man. Because, you know, in hip-hop, a lot of times, it was frowned upon to do somebody else's song. But you and Big Pun, the way y'all flipped that, man. Dead in the middle of little, 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 did we know that we riddle to middle, man who didn't do diddly? You know, in the little, 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 you know, I, I still can't do it. <laughs> the way, Dead way. in the middle of little, 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 did we know that we riddle to man who didn't do diddly? <laughs> yeah, that was sick, man. Yeah. What? Why did y'all choose to, to... Well, I chose that. Why, did, why, why that song? Because, you know, New York rappers wasn't really getting no play in the West Coast. And so I knew that we have to have a song play in the West Coast. So I said, the most East Coast sounding beat in the West Coast that was crazy was Deep Cover. So I said, yo, pun, we could do this. It won't look like we selling out to New York, but the West Coast will love it too. And it was a classic. It's a classic. It's it's my favorite song I've ever done. Really? Yeah, ever. That's surprising. Yeah. That actually, that one in New York with me, Jaru, and Jada Kiss. True story. I'm bringing the team back. Even Roy Jones was forced to lean back. Lean Dre back. said, "Crime cook." Now we're killing them hard. Then I must have found Pun's rhyme book. Got the top of the phantom. And the pinky got bling like the ring around Saturn. Cook, cup, crack, thing for that. And you already know the exes where the team be at. Those are my two favorite songs I've ever been a part of. Really? Yep. What made that one more special for you? Well, you know, it's me and my brother. You know what I'm saying? And we got, we, you know, special time. You know, 18 years ago, yesterday, Capital Punishment dropped, Pun's first album. Uh, the pride we had being Latino, you know, coming out here representing the Latinos and blacks. We've been a part of hip-hop since day one, but no Latinos ever, like, repped vocally you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. when i knew i had that guy i had that chamber my own biggie smalls right it was a magical feeling bro so you know i played the back even though i discovered him you know i I grabbed the, the umbrella for him like you know what i'm saying and when you heard him you was like whoa joey don't want to find one <laughs> that boy special boy that boy like so i knew i'm standing behind him like like all right who want to test the rocket launcher, B? <laughs> like, <laughs> that boy is special. You know what I'm saying? When you think about, uh, well, I'm when I think about Lean Back. I did it all. I put the pieces to the puzzle. Till it's long. I knew me and my people was gonna bubble. Came out the gate on to Flojo. Fat brother with the he was the logo kid. Said my don't dance. He just pull up a pants and do the rock away. Now lean back. Lean back. Lean back. Lean back. I always remember it was 2004. I never forget it because I was down there in Cancun the very mm. first time I heard mm. it at mm. Senior Frogs. Mm. Jermaine Dupree was DJing. 
and LeBron James was just been drafted, yeah. and he was laying off in the BMF cut. was in there. BMF was in Steve there. Steve Stout was in there. Yep. I wasn't there, but I know DJ SNS was there. Yeah, I did. I know <laughs> so was there. When I know that was song there. dropped, it was crazy. The CO2 coming from the that Everything about that song is monumental and memorable on, on there. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was it for that? What's the true hip-hop story behind it? That was my idea. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, they introduced me to Scott Storch. And when, like, honestly, all jokes aside, like, the, the if I was as business savvy as I am now, I would have got percentage off of publishing for that beat. I didn't actually play the beat, but I actually damn near made the beat. So I was telling Scott Storch, I was like, yo, man, I, want, I need an intro epic, and I need it to be like, you know, when they was coming to stick up the tunnel and belly. Remember when DMX and Nas and them was walking in and they eyes was going? I need that kind of music. And I was like, he was like, like what? I mean, I mean, I need like boom, 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 boom. And he played the same shit I told him. And I was like, yo, that's it. That's the intro. And then at the time, you know, when he started making the beat, I take no credit for that, but... I started putting in like them Arab elements to it because, uh, you know, I started hearing these Arab influences. So I, I had them do that. We actually made Candy Shop as well. Like I made the beat Candy Shop too. For 50? For 50. I take you to the candy shop. I let you lick the lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. It was my beat, and then I didn't want it, you know. And then Scott was like, yo, 50 Cent wants this beat. I was like, yeah, give it to him. You know what I'm saying? So clearly this was before all the beef started. Way before all the beef. So I, he was like, yo, 51. I was like, nah, it's not a problem. Give him the beat. You know what I'm saying? Candy Shop. I made that beat with him, too. And he never said nothing about that. Nah, he never said nothing about that. <laughs> but I said it. <laughs> Where are y'all at now? Are y'all oh, we still- cool. We in a great space. No. Yeah. I actually, uh, uh, we in a great space. <laughs> what yeah. took what? What did it take to change that around? Well, you know, Chris Lighty, who discovered me, discovered him. You know, he passed away, right. so we seen each other at the funeral. Then uh, we did a tribute to Chris Lighty on the BET Awards, and that's where you know it was like, I, right, you know, this is done. for Chris. This is a wrap. You know what I'm saying? This is what Chris Lighty always wanted. Yeah, you know, maybe a month before he passed away, I saw him in Miami, and he was, he was kicking the same. You know, he was kicking that. Yo, y'all should be cool. Yo, you, you know, he was. He always kicked that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's crazy, right there, man. Well, we look forward to the big show tomorrow, man. And I'm, I'm happy for you, man, that you get to see Information Society, dog. Oh man, that's a bit. You, you understand what that is? That's historic for me, man. Yeah, man. Word. So everybody, come out there. What's the freestyle? The freestyle. I love freestyle. I love freestyle. What's the place, Steve? Humble Expos Arena. Humble Expos. Oh, it's Humble going Expo down. Arena is going down. Man, I think doors open at two o'clock, and it's free for kids too. Let's do it. Yes. Appreciate you, man. Fat Joe, thanks, dog. Man, thank you, man. Peace. Fat Joe, thanks once again, man, for stopping through. Spend a little quality time on the Cut Curator podcast. Next uh, episode that I'll be posting, man, and it's going to take me a while because I ended up talking to this guy for six hours. DJ JC, one of the illest turntablists in the game.
period. Um, DJ for Ludacris, DJ on the Eminem tour, Black Eyed Peas. He's done a lot. Incredibly world-renowned DJ. And we're going to talk about the breakup he had with Ludacris after working together for 11 years. And it all stemmed behind some tweets. Two days before I'm supposed to fly to Singapore, I get a, a call from uh, Luda's road manager. He hits me and he's like, hey, man, so, um, you know, about these shows coming up, man, uh, I wasn't able to get your work visa, you know, for for these dates. So I'm going to need to come by and get the instant replay machine from you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, what? How the fuck are y'all going to do a show? You ain't no DJ. Yeah. Fate ain't no DJ. You know what? Niggas going to rap acapella? Nigga, what the <laughs> fuck are you going to do? Well, you'll find out what they did and how he was done on the next episode of the Cut Curator Podcast. Thank you all. Please like, share, subscribe. Do it to three friends. I know you know somebody who loves some hip-hop. Send this to them. Let them check it out as well. And uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at The Cut Curator or at Rob G. The General. Thank you all very much. I appreciate you. And until next time, y'all be blessed. Peace.